Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. I'm so thankful that you've joined me today. I'm Jill Lowry, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you can grow your faith and relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, if you've listened to me in the past, you know I have talked a lot about prayer, and that is one way that you can grow your relationship with Christ, and a a great way to do that. And I totally believe in the power of prayer, and when you pray, it brings you faith, and it brings you just closer to God, because He does bend down and hears your prayers, and He answers your prayers, and you can communicate with Him as you pray. But what I'm going to talk about today is why should I read the Bible? Is reading the Bible or the Word of God another way that I can grow my faith and relationship with Jesus Christ? And so why should we read the Bible? And so I'm going to talk about why we read the Bible. Why is it important that you pick up the Bible and read it? And so I hope that you will listen and and hear something that may inspire you to be more diligent and make reading your Bible a part of your everyday. But before we get started, I would like to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus because he will bring the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your word. Your word is truth. Your word is alive. And Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for enriching our lives as we read from the Bible. We, we get to know you and get to know the character that you have, that you are a loving God and you love us so much. In fact, you love us so much that you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins and be resurrected to life so that we may have eternal life and not perish. So Lord, that gives us hope today as we listen and we're looking for hope. We can find our hope in you. So thank you, Lord. Thank you. We look forward to spending time with you this morning and each and every day as we open up this Bible and we hear what you have to say to us. So thank you. We love you and we praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We're in a new month in a new series. And so today I was going to open up with what we're going to talk about throughout the month. I bring in special guests if you've been listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. And they all have a story to tell. They all have a faith story or a testimony or just some encouraging words to share with us. And so I thought I would open this series today by talking about why we need to read our Bible. Why is it important that we open the pages of our Bible? Well, first of all, when you open your Bible and you read it, it is one way you can really seek God and get to know Him and have a relationship with Him and His Son, Jesus Christ, because He speaks through these pages. In fact, a lot of people have said this to me, that A Bible is God's love letter to us. And I totally agree. The Bible is a love letter to us. Every time I read it, I feel God's love. I see his love and his forgiveness and his mercy and his grace just poured out all over these pages. And I see that he's a patient God and a loving God. 
and holy, and he wants to forgive us, and he wants to restore us and restore our relationships with other people and with him. And so the Bible is the perfect way that you can grow your relationship with God. If you pick it up and you read it and you study it. So the number one reason to read your Bible, open it up and really study it is to grow your relationship with God and Jesus Christ. And it's a way that you can really seek him. He will speak to you. You will hear his voice. And you can communicate with him as you open the pages of your Bible. In fact, right now, I'm actually reading the book of Matthew. And my husband and I have started reading together. We read every morning a chapter. And then we talk about it. And it's been really awesome to read my Bible with my husband. And so I would encourage you to not only pick up your Bible and read it yourself, but read it with someone, study it with someone. And I think you will find that it will really encourage you. And so as I'm reading in um, Matthew, I have learned some things. I have seen some things differently than I have ever seen before. Because you can read the Bible over and over, and it never grows old. It never grows dim. There's fresh um, life in each page. And I think... It's just amazing how you can read one scripture one day and then you can read it, the same scripture another day, and you just gain some more knowledge from it. And you said, I I never really saw that before. But as I was reading this morning, it was Matthew chapter 18 about Jesus' disciples were asking him, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And what Jesus told them is, Become like a child. Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Then he says, whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And he actually had a child sitting with him as he's explaining this. He called a child up to come sit with him. And then he says, for whoever receives one child in my name receives me. And so I was thinking about that. And children have faith. Most children, they're just trusting and they believe and they just, they want to please their parents and they want to um, listen and cling to every word. And Jesus knows that. He wants us to have faith like children, like be like a little child. And he wants us to become like children. And so when I hear that, I really was thinking about that today and about how God really wants us to become like children, to just sit at his feet, to spend time, to know that he wants the best for us, to believe that he's going to take care of us, and to believe that he loves us, and to have the faith that all things will work out the way God intends it, and to believe, just to believe. So keep reading your Bible. You're going to hear God's voice. One of my favorite scriptures is, Be still and know that I am God. And I think as we sit and we study and we read, it's time to be still and open our hearts and listen to what God is wanting to tell us. In fact, 
I came across a great proverb today, and it was Proverbs 7, verses 1 through 3, talking about how when we treasure up the Lord and His commandments, and we um, write them on our heart, that we will grow our relationship. So the second reason to open your Bible is so that we know the commandments. We know the the law that, that has been written, and we can keep them. So listen to Proverbs 7, verses 1 through 3. Keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And so when you do that, when you study, when you, when you keep the commandments and you keep his teaching, then you will be able to write these on your heart and you'll know the way to go. You'll know how to walk worthy of what he wants you to do. You'll know how to obey You'll know the law. You won't know what the law is. You won't know what the commandments are unless you open your Bible and read them. And these commandments are in this Bible for you to know God more and to know how much he loves you and to know the way to go so that you will have a life that's full of joy and full of success and full of hope. In fact, if you go to the Proverbs, the Proverbs have a ton of examples of ways to live. And I'm going to open up Proverbs 3, which is a great, great um, chapter. A lot of people quote Proverbs 3. And so it's entitled, Trust in the Lord with All of Your Heart. So listen to these words. And I'm going to start actually in verse 3. Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. So you will find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. So you want to find success? You want to find favor you in the sight of God and man? Well, it says to write these commandments on the tablet of your heart. Bind them around your neck and know the faithfulness of God and his steadfast love. So open your Bible, read the commandments, read the law, and get to know why these were written. These commandments were written to give you that wisdom because we're all seeking wisdom. We all want to know the right way to go and what to do. Well, if you want wisdom and you want to know what to do, open your Bible and read. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom. And I'm reading still in Proverbs 3. Blessed is the one who finds wisdom and the one who gets understanding. For the gain from her is better than the gain from silver and her profit better than gold. She is more precious than jewels and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay a hold of her, and those who hold her fast are called blessed. And so her, in this example, is wisdom. So 
you want to know what to do? You want to know wisdom and, and the right way to go and w- what God would have you do? Because he's got, not going to lead you astray. Open your Bible. Read what's in here. So that's the third reason, is the Bible is an instruction manual of life. It helps you to be prepared to know what to do. If you're facing a decision or a circumstance and you need to know the right way to go, look at your Bible. Open your Bible. The Bible has a lot of different scriptures that can help you know the way to go, almost like a direction of the way to go. And it's profitable for you to read this. It's profitable in the eyes of God because you will know which way to go. You wouldn't want to put together something without reading the instruction manual. I know I'm tempted to do that a lot of times, put together a piece of furniture or some equipment, and I'm like, well, I'll just figure it out. Invariably, I have to take it back apart and put it together again. Have have any of you had to do that? It's because I didn't follow the instruction manual. And God lays out everything in this Bible. The Bible is about Jesus. The Bible is about his love, but the Bible also gives us instruction on the way to go and how we can be aligned with the will of God. So God's Bible is a love letter to us. His word is rich and real and alive, and he speaks through his word. You can communicate with him and hear his voice when you read the Bible. It's also a way to know the law so we know how to walk and obey his commandments. In addition, it is an instruction manual, so you know how to be prepared day to day what to do in certain situations. It's an instruction manual. So those are three ways or reasons why we should read the Bible. Another reason, number four, is so that we can know the character of God. Our God is holy. He's above all, and he is in all and over all. And he's also loving. We know we serve a loving God who loved us so much that he gave his only son so that whoever shall accept him and believe in him will have everlasting life. And of course, our God is merciful and humble and loving. And he gives us mercy and grace time after time again. We may mess up and sin and fall short. But when we have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, we are going to be forgiven. In fact, forgiveness is all over this Bible. If you want to be forgiven, ask God to forgive you. Repent. Turn around. Turn from your sin and turn towards God who is a loving God. And then he asks you, forgive as I have forgiven you. If we don't feel like we're forgiven, maybe we haven't forgiven those who have wronged us. Forgiveness is a huge part of the character of God and how he wants us to forgive. God is also wanting to restore us, to restore us and revive us again. Have you ever felt tired and weary and you just don't have the strength to go anymore? Well, God wants you to know that he will revive you again. In Psalm 85, um, it says here, Let me hear what the Lord God will speak, for he will speak peace to his people, to his saints, and let them not turn back to folly. 
And surely salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. So listen, the Lord is speaking peace over you. He wants to revive you again. He will revive you. He wants to revive your heart and for you to come closer to him. So when you read this Bible, when you hear these words, you can be sure that he wants to revive you and will revive you and restore. And and that's a great, great, awesome thing is when you read the Bible, you can hear words of restoration and revival and you know that your relationship will change because you are new in Christ. And so I want to go there. Number five, when you read the Bible, you're going to read all about Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, his saving grace, and you are going to be able to grow your relationship with him as you read about Jesus in this Bible and how much he loves you and how his teaching is so real, how his teaching is real for us today. Here's a scripture from Matthew 6. It says, do not be anxious. Jesus is saying, do not be anxious. So if you're anxious and you're not sure what to do, here's an answer right here about not being anxious and not worrying. And it's, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, about your body, what you will put on. Is life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to the span of his life? And then it goes on to talk about why are you so anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. They grow and they neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. And so this scripture, of course, is what Jesus is speaking. And he says, But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. And this is a key verse right here. Matthew 6, verse 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So when we read the Bible, we are seeking God. That's where I started this from the very beginning is seeking God through the pages of the Bible. We get to know who Jesus is. We get to hear Jesus speak. Jesus is speaking these words to tell, every, to tell the people that are listening to not be anxious and not worry. And he ends that chapter by saying, Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So when I read these words, from Jesus. Wow, that comforts me. I'm able to realize, okay, I don't need to worry. I don't need to be anxious, but I need to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to me. So again, the Bible gives us words of truth that we can cling to and can help us in our day-to-day living. 
So we get to know the character of God, his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, and we get to know about Jesus. We get to hear Jesus's words. We get to understand what Jesus did and the miracles that he performed and the teaching that he did and the love that he gave the people who were in his life and the love that he still gives us. So another reason to read the Bible is for that comfort. In fact, there's so much comfort and encouragement in in these pages of the Bible. If you are feeling hopeless, lost, depressed, lonely, if you're grieving, if you've suffered loss, open your Bible. There's so much comfort in these words. I always look to Psalm 46 whenever I'm feeling like I just need some comfort. And and really, any of these psalms are great. You just open your Bible to the middle and you will find the psalms. And the one that, that I'm going to talk about is 46 verse 1. God is our refuge and our strength. Who needs to hear that today? I know I do. He is our refuge and strength and a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. Right there, that comforts me, knowing that God is overall, he's going to help us. He's going to be there, be our refuge from whatever we're going through. We can hide in in him. We can be with him. He will strengthen us for what we need. He will comfort us when we have lost someone or something and we don't know who to turn to. Turn to God. And we can find this comfort in the Bible. In fact, every emotion is addressed in this Bible. If you want to turn in the back of your Bible, there's a glossary of terms, and there's things like anger, anxiousness, anguish, peace, loss, loneliness, depression, all those emotions. You can look up in the Bible in the back, and it references you to a scripture. And I love that, too, because so you can apply this Bible to daily life. If I look back in here, and, and I'm, I'm looking for healing. I want scriptures on healing. I look back and I look at healing, and then I can um, go to the, the actual scripture that's referenced. And here's one, and it's Proverbs 12, 18. So I turn to Proverbs 12, 18, and I can read something that comforts me. So here, I'm going to do that right now, and I'm going to turn to Proverbs 12, verse 18. There is one whose rash words are like sword thrusts, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. The tongue of the wise brings healing. Let's seek God. He's trying to tell us some things. When we are wise in Him, when we seek Him, when we only speak things that are loving and pure and restoring and hopeful, then we will be healed and we will find the Lord because he brings us 
healing. He sure does. Another reason to read the Bible is because the Bible gives you power to keep going. Have you ever just been so like done? I'm done. I'm tired. I just can't go anymore. I just don't have the strength. Yes. I mean, that's part of just being a human. We maybe want to quit. Well, we can go to the Bible and read scriptures that encourage us to keep going, to not give up. I mean, there's so many scriptures here that will talk about keeping your eyes on Jesus, who is the author and perfecter of our faith. And we can turn to him, and we can know that if we do turn to Jesus, that he's going to help us, and he's going to show us the way, and we can keep our eyes on him and not the problem. So if we look at Hebrews, it says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinful men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. And um, that is in um, the book of Hebrews. And so, don't grow weary. Don't lose heart. Turn to Jesus. He will help you. He will help you with your faith. He will help you be more powerful. He will help you with your strength. He, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And that's from Philippians 4.13. You can do all things, not through yourself, but through Christ. And he tells you that in the Bible. So turn to Christ, lean on him, and know that he will help you get through whatever it is that you need to get through. Another reason to open the Bible is for guidance. We all need to know what to do, maybe the plan that he has for us. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for a future and a hope. We all want a future. We all want hope. So if we open our Bible, we can know the plan that he has for us. Because you may have a question, what should I do here? And then you open up the Bible and you read about people in the Bible that maybe have these same situations or issues that you had and what they did and how they were able to get through it. Many people were struggling. Jesus came forth and healed those people because of their faith. There was a woman who was hemorrhaging for 12 years, and she was not in good health at all, as you can imagine, but she knew if she touched the very hem of Jesus's garment that she would be healed. So she saw Jesus in the crowd. She burst on out into the crowd and touched the very hem of his garment. And he turned around, who touched me? And, and she looked up and he said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go. You are healed. That is faith. And so if we trust Jesus, if we ask for his help, he's going to help us. And finally, he will increase our faith. You know, not all people have faith, but the Lord is always faithful, and he's going to be faithful to you. He's going to be faithful to me, but he wants our faith. He wants to increase our faith. He wants us to believe 
that he is faithful and to act believing that he can do all that he says he can do. If you look at, I talked about Hebrews earlier, and let me turn to it. If you look at Hebrews, and this is the faith chapter, and if you look at Hebrews chapter 11, and it's in verse 1, it talks about faith. In fact, read that whole chapter if you have time today, chapter 11, and you can read all the people who had faith and how that pleased God. So starting in verse 1, now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. So do you have faith? Do you have faith for things that you're hoping for, even if you haven't seen it? Do you believe? Do you believe God is who he says he is? Do you believe Jesus Christ died and rose for you so that you may have eternal life and glory with him? In fact, without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. And that's Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Again, without faith is it impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Again, are you seeking God? Are you believing? Are you drawing near to God? Even when things seem impossible in your world, even when you're struggling more than you ever believe you can, even if you're hopeless, draw to God. Bring your confidence in Him. He is your living hope, and He has the power to change you. All you have to do is believe. Accept Him, Jesus Christ, as your Lord and Savior. Believe that He died and was resurrected for you. Read what is written in this Bible and believe it. Don't think that this is untrue, but believe what you're reading and study it. Get to know this Jesus who's mentioned in this Bible, who the Bible is about. Get to know the loving God who created the heavens and the earth and all that is within them. Get to know the God who created you and believe that he loves you. For nothing Nothing is impossible with God. So bring God in your every day. Read the Bible. Challenge yourself. Read a little bit every day. Maybe pick up the Bible and read a chapter every day. You don't know where to begin? I always tell people, start in the Gospels. Get to know who Jesus is. And start in Matthew. Then go to Mark and Luke and John. And once you do that, you will get to know this Jesus who wants to come into your life and who is your Lord and Savior. And then you will know the truth because the Word is God and the Word was God. So get to know this God who loves you. Let me close us in a word of prayer. And thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that you are encouraged to open this Bible, get with some people, and open it together. Talk about it. Read these words and share. What greater way that you can get to know a loving God than 
than opening the pages of his Bible and communicating with him. He wants to communicate and speak to you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that we know what we read in here is truth. And this is for our good. This is so that you can help us and we can know the way to go. We can know how to be wise in your eyes. We can know how to be holy and righteous. And we can know the way to go. And we can know how much you love us. Your love has conquered all on the cross. And Lord, we have joy. We have new life because you are the way, the truth, and the life. And Lord, I just thank you that today we can know that today and every day we are covered by your blood and we are covered in grace and with grace and with you. So thank you, Lord. We love you and we praise you for another day. Help us to draw closer to you as we continue to open the pages of our Bible and let the words come to life and be written on the tablets of our hearts. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. We